Yesterday, I screenshot this tweet and I put it up on Facebook. The next clip I'm about to do is about how prominent Bernie Sanders supporters are demanding that Bernie unsuspend his campaign and unendorse Biden. So I posted this tweet in solidarity with them. It says, we can't safely march and protest, but we can Twitter storm. Tweet directly to at Bernie Sanders, at Senator Sanders, and demand a Bernie refund if he won't unendorse Joe Biden and unsuspend his presidential campaign. It is immoral to endorse a rapist. So I got a couple of reactions to that. One of them seemed like an honest reaction, and the other one did on the face of it. But then as I looked at it closely, I thought, this is probably somebody working for the opposition to the opposition. We have two kinds of opposition. We have the true lefties, and then we have the people who pretend to be lefties who are trying to lead a more moderate form of revolution on behalf of our owners. So John here says, how does that accounting work? Tens of millions were already spent. So what if the campaign responds and says, no, we spent your money on that big rally. Other donations were not spent, so your money is gone, or vice versa. And my point isn't to get the money back. My point is to get Bernie to change his mind about endorsing Biden and to unsuspend his campaign. So if the money's already spent, then they will have to do what we tell them. It soon will be time for real pitchforks. Now, Ken here, he seems a little craftier. He seems like part of the controlled opposition. He says, you can't unring a bell. Bernie would lose all credibility if he tried to do so. You've convicted Biden without a shred of evidence. No, 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 you haven't been watching my show. Because on Friday, after Biden gave the Senate Records Office permission to release all documents pertaining to the matter, Tara Reid in an interview with the Associated Press said there was no allegation of sexual assault in her harassment complaint. That's what they're telling them to say. That's the David Brock, Sneera Tandon playbook play that they're telling them to say right now. So the complicit armchair quarterback Comfy Dems are saying this. The ones who read from the playbook and know what to say based on what the DNC wants them to say. The reason there was no allegation of sexual assault in the harassment complaint is because that's how victims tend to do things. They test the waters. They start with the less egregious offenses, and then as they get support and listened to, they start to come out with everything. That's a pattern we've been seeing as the Me Too movement gets more traction. So no, she didn't change her story. She's adding to what she feels brave enough to talk about as time goes on. But make no mistake, this is a talking point. This is a talking point just as much as the talking points that are circulated by the Biden campaign to surrogates who are then told, just say it didn't happen. If you want to see evidence of this, just watch the last week or so of the episodes of this show and you'll get it. Ken goes on to say, no, Biden was not my first choice, but he's the necessary choice. Swallow the Kool-Aid. You are getting sleepy. It's a Jedi trick. No, Biden was not my first choice, but he's the necessary choice. They think if they say that often enough, it'll become true. We don't necessarily need to support a rapist. No, we don't. That Jedi stuff doesn't work on the true lefties. I'm committed to voting for Biden because America now is like a starving person coming upon a tree with only two apples on it. One apple has a worm in it. The other apple is full of worms and rotten to the core. 
And that is simply not true. There, there are more than two apples. Our masters want us to believe that there are only two apples. And this guy is a tool. This guy is an absolute tool. If you can find him on Facebook or on Twitter and let him know, hey, dude, you're a fucking tool. Let him know. Above other considerations, it is imperative. That's what control freaks say. It's really, really important. It's critically important. It's imperative that we must end the insanity of the last three years. Dude, it is imperative that we end the insanity of neoliberalism of the last 40 plus years. This shit is acceptable only if you're a comfy suburban Democrat or Republican. If you're truly oppressed, this shit is not acceptable. For you especially, the last three years don't differ appreciably from the years before them. Your life isn't that different. For those who need true hope and change, then we've got to do something besides either of these two apples. At least you got it right that we're comparing apples to apples, but they're both wormy and they're both rotten. And in some ways, if you look at trade agreements, Biden's apple is worse than Trump's apple. And you're not going to hear that on mainstream media. So this is what to tell your friends and neighbors. If you're talking to people like Ken, then you just tell them to fuck off and tell them that you're on to them. But if you're telling well-meaning friends and neighbors what to do, this is what to say. Supporting Biden? Then you are complicit in unspeakable atrocities. There are rabidly tribalistic and hypocritical blue dog suburban Dems who still love Bernie. Even so, they are part of the matrix and need to be unplugged. Until then, they are the enemy every bit as much as Neera Tandon or David Brock because they are being manipulated by them. Unplugging comfy suburban Dems is job one because they vote in primaries. Our masters would have no ability to continue to keep the working class enslaved if suddenly the comfy boomers became unplugged from the corporate narrative matrix. Oh, and we will also need to unplug the understandably terrified African-American moms and grandmas who were told by their church pastors that Biden could beat Trump. They also need to be unplugged. Younger black leaders, for that reason, are beginning to call on churches to be taxed. Younger black leaders can see that the churches are every bit as powerful as mainstream media when it comes to narrative management. If we can wrestle control by the narrative matrix away from mainstream media and black pastors, there is a chance that we can unplug the boomers who still support Biden, even though he is obviously unfit to be president of the United States. So we need to wrestle control away from the narrative managers. We can't stage crippling labor strikes. We can't stage massive protests, even without a virus, until we can unbrainwash the people. To that end, we can use Facebook and Twitter and Reddit and Instagram and any other social media platform to try to get the word out, out around the media blockade. There's information out there that's unindoctrinating. Unindoctrination is the antidote to indoctrination. But people have been brainwashed into swallowing whatever their traditional sources of information tell them to swallow. So until we can break that pattern, the vicious circle is inescapable.